This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. February 22nd, for me, it started like any other normal day. Just before the earthquake, I was actually sitting at my desk, which was on the first floor of the PGC building, and basically I was tap-tappering away. It's lunchtime on a Tuesday, February the 22nd, 2011. I was at home and um, my brother was staying. I put the kids down for their lunchtime sleep and he said, oh look, I'll look after them, you go off for a run. And my youngest, who's eight years old, had been nagging me to come and see her at QE2 pool. So I left the office and I suppose I arrived at the pool around Half past 12. And I remember specifically looking down at my computer at 12.50 and all the people from my unit had just come back from lunch and I was just like, oh, you're back from lunch early. A minute later, Christchurch will be changed forever. We sat there and I suppose 12.51 hit and bang. When I looked up, the concrete roof of that pool, I'm guessing is 6 to 12 inches thick and I honestly thought I was going to die. I just heard this massive crack and a rumble. You know, it was a rock fall and it was above me and I had to get out. Yeah, we're working on the CTV building. We're about four and a half metres off the ground when the cherry pickers started bouncing a lot, just shaking up and down. And me and the guy that was, I was working with just looked at each other and we just like, jump. And I looked over and I saw one of my colleagues and he just said, the building's going down, we're going down. And that's when I thought, shit, we actually are going down. I'm Katie Gossett, and this is Fragments, first-hand accounts of the February 2011 earthquake. We've all got a story, those of us who were in Christchurch that day, and some of us have probably told our stories many times. We've got used to them. But the thing is, we're all talking about the same day. Our stories unfold simultaneously. They overlap, and people cross paths with each other. So our accounts are all fragments of the same story. Six episodes, all little pieces of a bigger narrative. The story of a broken city. As I was getting into the middle of the square, the cathedral fell down in front of me. I think every 20 minutes or so, I just screamed my lungs out. I was just in so much pain. And I looked down Manchester Street, and I just had this mental image of what it must have been like in the Blitz in the Second World War. These interviews, recorded just a few months after the 6.3 magnitude quake, take us back to February the 22nd, 2011, as witnesses, in their own words, relive a devastating day. All I remember seeing was this wall coming at me, and I threw myself at this table that everyone else was, you know, (laughs) clamouring for. And I thought, please God, don't let there be a tsunami, because there was nowhere to go to get away from it. 
just see this big pool of smoke over the city and I just looked down and I thought, God, that'll be uh, that CTV building. No, what do you mean people are dead? They can't be dead, my daughter's in there. Then I thought, this is pretty bad. I could die in here. And it was unanimous, let's get out if we can. And I just thought, what the hell has happened to my city? And now it's been 10 years. So how do these stories end? We're going back to some of those involved to find out what's happened for them in the last decade. Oh, about three weeks after the quake, I got diagnosed with cancer. I live a, a quiet life and I'm just so thrilled to have an ordinary day with nothing going wrong. You know, it might be a noise, it might be a, a smell, it might be um, any number of things, so it takes you back. Life is very short, you don't want to be scared of too many things. You've got to sort of overcome challenges and best way of doing that is if you fall off a bike, you get straight back on that bike and start pedalling. You know, this is what happens, this is part of my identity, this is part of New Zealand's history and people are still living it and irrespective of how long ago it was, it's still so important to so many people just for people to have a general understanding of what happened and how people were still affected by it. From RNZ, this is Fragments, first-hand accounts of the February 2011 earthquake, produced by me, Katie Gossett, and Justin Gregory. From now, you can subscribe to the full six-part series at Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, and other podcast providers. You can listen on the RNZ homepages and also hear it on air Monday through Thursday on Nights with Brian Crump on RNZ National. 